Let's do this. This is Flipping the Man, where we bring you the biggest topics and news, along with our jokes, thoughts, and notes, opinions, outlook, viewpoints, and beliefs. Mitch, what's going on with you this week? Oh, man. It's a lot of football. A lot of football. Long oh, day man, yesterday. Coach Parker with the four months. Tell me about this, Mitch, because I've been there are so many sports going on, NFL, NBA's going, um, baseball's still in the heat of in the throes of it's going on. You're in the midst of doing a twelve hour stream and you start hearing a voice. That's right. And you wonder what the hell's going on. I thought I was hearing yeah, that coaches my dreams or something. I'm like, wait a second, what is what is Coach talking to me? Am I in this accord? <laughs> And Coach starts talking to you on stream. Yeah, out of nowhere. I was like, where's this coming from? What was your reaction to that? Because I absolutely loved it. I mean, at first I was like, like what is going on? But then, you know, then I just rolled with this. Like, okay, that's actually kind of funny. Cause, and then I kind of got the reaction to that was going on during a chat at the moment as well. And then I think Coach picked up on it too once I said you're live. And he's like, oh, and he's just asking me all these football questions. Like, or like... That's well, a hot take uh, for the Steelers tonight. So he actually kind of played along too, um, which it all it all you know it's it's made for good content for sure. But at first, yeah, it's like, what is going on? Like, I I was like, am I in a live channel? Because I was in a live um, voice channel, um, but obviously, coach probably didn't see that. Probably just saw someone I was in there, and probably thought I was just in there by myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think he's what he said. He's like, what are you doing in here by yourself or something? I think <laughs> yes. <laughs> He did say that. He absolutely did say that. Uh, oh my goodness, he was just looking out for you. He and, was. And um, I, you know the funniest thing about it is that I feel like most people would have been clunkier and would have like um, they they wouldn't know what to do within that interaction. And Coach just started interviewing you. He did. It was like just natural. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. A smooth transition into becoming a reporter. It was. I, absolutely incredible. And I'm thankful for that. I mean, it, it turned into this. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was awesome. It, it, it was absolutely good. Um, w- w- without a doubt. Um, I, I'd say one of, the, one of the funniest moments I think I've ever seen on stream and i've seen a lot of funny moments but <laughs> absolutely great oh man um, good stuff good stuff oh my goodness but man there's so much to talk about and yesterday was as i said before an absolutely wild day in the nfl um you know a couple upsets um a couple games coming down to the wire um a lot of defensive struggles um, you know, teams, you know, playing out of their character in a lot of instances. And that's not even that that's not even a thing I want to talk about. Because I don't even think that was the biggest moment of the day. The biggest moment of yesterday was LeBron James elbowing old dude, what is his name? Daniel Stewart? Yeah, Stewart. Chris, Christian Stewart or something? I don't Christian know. Stewart, Daniel Stewart. I don't know. He, he's the 11th man. He He's, you know, a dude that um, when I was listening to the, the, the Right Time with Bomani Jones today, he said that when he was growing up, he played soccer and he boxed. Hmm. And it made me realize 
Yo, we've never seen LeBron James in a fight. Was that the closest thing that we saw to a LeBron James in a fight? Probably. That's as far as I can recall. And what a hilarious moment that was. That's like, did, did you see the video of exactly what happened? Yes. Be, because I, I could give you a good description of, of what exactly happened. You can do the, the audience. There you go. They're, they're at the free throw line, right? And next thing you know, you, you just see LeBron James kind of push off and go, and you see his back because, of course, you're, you're facing the free throw shooter here. Um, you know, that's where the camera and you know, all you see is LeBron James move. And then you see a little bit of a, a kerfuffle going on. You're like, wait a second. What the hell just happened? And then next, you know, dude is heated. And next, thing you know, you see blood all over the side of his face. And he's trying to whoop LeBron's ass. <laughs> LeBron being held back by everybody. The, the refs holding him back. His teammates holding him back. The trainers holding him back. Um, what what's his name? What's the commissioner's name? Um, Adam Silver. Adam Silver's mentally holding him back because it's LeBron James, and LeBron James is like, "Hey man, you know, you know, I don't fight." <laughs> and this dude tries to go at him, and he gets held up. And next thing you know, you see Russell Westbrook with this dude's up, and you're like, "Whoa, crazy sequence! What is events. going on?" So then everybody, everybody then calms down. Everybody then calms down. And, and you know, like, oh, they're trying to sort it out. You know, they're about to get the replay going on ESPN to show exactly what happened. You know, they, they start the replay and then they have to change it because Stewart starts charging the dude again. It starts charging LeBron again. And then it goes and goes and like calm down. And then, then they stop him. And then they stop him and, and, and everybody gets calmed down. And every, everybody goes, and everybody's chill. And then dude gets hype again with blood leaking down, blood all over the town. He tries to fight him again. Couldn't get enough. I just... I, it, it was the most funny thing I've ever seen in a very long time. And I don't know why people aren't talking about that today more. I don't know what was funnier. The actual interaction of what happened or what you just did i don't know i just it dude kept trying to fight him <sighs> and i'm trying to figure out what is going on what is happening and he, he gets calmed down and then he just keeps going with it again and um <laughs> i and I, I was just cracking my ass up yeah. because i'm just like man we haven't seen anything like that and then over the pierre announcer <laughs> Fans, stay in your seats. And listen, I don't know if you've seen Ron Artest in the documentary. Ain't no fan thinking about fighting no basketball player. Because no. they don't get their ass whooped. Especially, you know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh. Couldn't ask for a better timing, right? During a crazy Sunday football, and not just thrown in there to the wildness of the day. <laughs> I mean, I I just well, what what am I to do in that situation? Otherwise, look back at that situation and just laugh. Yeah, and enjoy it. I I I enjoyed every single moment about that situation. 
And and I come I come to you, Mitch, with this question. All right. Is LeBron a bitch? I mean, isn't that obvious? When you see the way he plays, his flopping, he's always going after the small guys. Like I'm not talking about basketball with you, Mitch. I'm not talking about basketball. We're talking about life here. Well, I mean, it all adds up, right? I don't. I don't think it's two sided. I think it's just. It's just him. He's authentic. He's just. Yeah. I think he is. He's. He's a big. Big boy, but deep down, he's a baby back bitch. It, can Can someone put that on the poll? And and and, and but put him on both polls. Um. And and make sure you don't spell out the word because I don't think that's that's against TOS. <laughs> But the biggest the the biggest thing about that is like that's where I came away from that of like LeBron elbows a dude and and people and people are actually defending LeBron. Of course they are. Because he's the prestige. Oh, and now he's getting older. I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to get any of these these scruffles. That are going on. He's got a, you know, it's like Tom Brady, the quarterbacks. They got to keep them, keep them in a, like a glass um, showcase. They cannot be touched. They can't even be involved in anything like that. And and you know, I'm I'm not talking about the dude's manhood. I'm not talking of you know, I'm I'm not being misogynistic with this. I'm just asking a flat out question. You you. How can that moment happen in the NBA and and people are feeling like LeBron's legacy is completely ruined? How about that? How about that? It's a a bold statement. But I like it. I mean, I mean, so, I mean, historically, like, listen. NBA has done everything within their power to limit fighting, you know, up, up to the point to where if there's a fight and players leave the bench, the bench players that left the bench are automatically um, ejected and, and potentially suspended. I, I think I think there's an automatic suspension within that. that. Like, that's how much the NBA has evolved in terms of trying to force a certain image that other sports aren't trying to uphold. Baseball isn't trying to do that. Hockey sure as hell isn't trying to do that. <laughs> and and I'm wondering here, it's like, yo, like, are we missing out on something going on? I'm not saying the NBA has to turn into a fighting league. But how come it's okay in one league and not the other? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, bring back the 80s, you know. The bad boys in Detroit. Yeah. It, it, it just makes me wonder, what has the NBA evolved to, to where its biggest star, and LeBron James is without a doubt its biggest star. I don't know if he's the best player still. I, I think there's a few people better than him now but he's still the biggest star in the nba and what we see within that is there's no protection 
There's no, um, there's no grit. I, I don't, I don't even know whether to call it grit or not. But there, there's not that tension because everybody just gets held back. True. And and faced with suspension. So they know they can't do anything, or they're going to get suspended. Like they, they know That's right. there's stuff they would like to do, but they can't because they know the result, and then it's ultimately going to hurt the team with suspensions. And of course, well, like this point in the season, I think you're okay, but still, there's still games that you could uh, avoid. And and I'm <laughs> let me get this straight. I'm not calling for um, there to be more fights in the NBA. I'm saying if there's ever a cause for maybe a little bit of a kerfuffle, a couple pushes or something, that was the situation. Yep. And we saw one dude lose his absolute mind about four different times trying to beat up LeBron. And LeBron just standing back, trying to get held back. (laughs) That's wild. I mean, I guess the only that when you compare like how you said like a star like that, but like difference with NHL, but like Crosby and I am a Penguin fan obviously, but even though he's probably the biggest star, even though he's older, like there's better probably younger players now. There is a lot of teams out there that are out to hurt him, like they like they they just mm-hmm. so they are literally out, pretty much like a bounty on him, especially that Tom Wilson guy. I cannot stand him, trash can, but. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, I'm not saying that Crosby has to show something to fight in the in in hockey. Yeah. Um, because I, you know, the the structure of those situations are are definitely a little bit different. You know, you have these people here to protect your best player. Also, there there's an active five minute um, penalty if one of those well, if your best player. And top scorer is caught trying to, um, you know, it's caught trying to fight. Mm-hmm. So it actively hurts the team for him to fight. Yeah, you're, you're correct. So you know, it it a little bit of a different situation, but not even. But at least he still has the chance. He has a chance because hockey at least lets them go at it for a little bit before they stop and like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, and I think coach brings up. The exact point that I'm trying to get at. He picks up what I'm putting down. If the NBA started to have fights, then it's stereotyping culture. And I completely agree. But the the biggest conversation about this is that, like, why aren't we stereotyping hockey? What What is the need for fighting in, in hockey? Someone just answer me that question. Maybe someone can answer that question in the chat. Uh. I don't know, just to get it all out, you know, like give them a few moments of just getting that tension. Like, all right, let's go back and let's let's play now. I I really don't know the true answer to that question. It, it, but what would that look like if it happened in the NBA? So that's a difference. There is gloves, but do they t- usually take out the gloves? So they usually take out the gloves. I think so they drop the gloves, drop the gloves, and then after they got the fists going, they drop out the helmet. Come on, um, let, 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 let's be real. It's fighting. It is. It's fighting. That's all it is. You're right. It, it's so like, 
this this whole this whole day I'm thinking, man, what are we gonna talk about on Slipping a Man? What are we gonna do? And the only thing I come back to is is a dude running after LeBron James four different times and the fact that like it it seemed more demonstrative demonstrative in, in the NBA. Yeah, there's people um there's people in the in hockey and people in baseball that do this on a on a semi regular basis. Mm-hmm. And and it's completely different. Multiple Apparently times it's a year. okay. Yeah. And like you said, there needs to be like a streamline one way or the other, because like having it one league is alright and another's not, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm gonna hop off my soapbox. Alright. Because I've gone for like fifteen minutes on this. That's pretty But this is this is the mind of slip. Of all of that going on, that that is that is exactly what's happening. Back to your 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 Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah. They lose 41 37. 37. Yep. Covered a spread. They did. Are you feeling good or bad about that game? Actually good, because I knew the defense was gonna I mean, I had a hot take earlier, just randomly, just just steaming hot take out of my mouth that I knew it was just going to dissolve in midair after I said it. But it was like that the Chargers weren't even going to score twenty one, like to over twenty points the whole game. <laughs> that is hot. Take, so because because they had they, three, they scored, they scored at least twenty one on a bad yeah, day. Yeah, they're a pretty so, good team. They are a pretty good offense. But they had three three um, Steelers had three starters out on defense, so I knew it was going to be. Very bad. Like my worry was, is the Steelers going to be able to keep up with them offensively? And the way they've showed all year is no. But most of the game, it was like that. It was just like the. But the difference was, though, Steelers were getting moving the ball. They're moving the chains. They weren't punting as much as you know that thought they were or they have been. So, but then they made some coaching decisions. Of course, in the first drive, they went four to fourth down. Didn't get it on a terrible play call. Mm -hmm. Um, But that fourth quarter, they scored over twenty points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And that shows me that they can score, and obviously they they did have some help. They had a, a punt that was blocked. They had a interception that was um, created by Cam Hayward that got deflected uh-huh. midair and had really good field yeah. set up, really good field position. But it showed it proved to me. I think the offense knew they had to play harder, and they they knew they had more weight that they had to carry that game, and it showed that they can actually do it. And I hopefully have confidence going forward now. Once the starters on defense get back and healthy, you can put it all together and at least have a playoff team. So I take that away as a good thing of how they came back and how the offense looked, especially. Do you still think Pittsburgh is going to make the playoffs? Yes. That, they, as, yes. I, I think I think it's possible. The AFC is wide open. And there's a lot of division games. A big reason there's a lot of division games left in that the Steelers have. They've only played... Two division games. They lost to the Bengals, beat the Browns. They still have to play the Ravens twice, and then the Bengals and Browns one more time. You know, I, I think about our teams, and I, I feel like we're in very similar situations to where we're not, we're not, we can't exactly say we're a good team. No. Um, I think it's safe to say the Falcons are actively a bad team. 
Yeah, there's still just a game out of the playoff hunt. And and that's the worst place to be in. Yes. Because it's I, like, you don't want to tank. You have a chance for the playoffs. What do you do? So what would you rather do? Would you rather make the playoffs as a seven seed? Or would you rather miss the playoffs and lose more games and get a top 10 draft pick? And this is the first year as a seventh seed, correct? Or is there one last year? No, there was one last year. Okay, there was one last year. It started last year. I was going to say that's never... Because, yeah, there's only, the, the number one seed was the only one with the bye. That's correct. Um, man, that's, that is tough. But, you know, anything can happen. As long as you make the playoffs, you know, anything can happen. You can just get hot at that right time. But still, mm-hmm. um, with the Falcons... You also can get a really good draft pick. Well, even not, you might not be able to get a good draft pick. Honestly, if you're that close, you make the playoffs because you're not going to get like the top tier, but you'd be probably in the middle tier there of draft, like the 15, like the 13, the 17, or 18 pick, more mm-hmm. than likely, if you continue the mm-hmm. season like that average basis. So I'd say just yeah. at least have a shot. As you make, like, if you make the playoffs, you have that shot. So I would say. In that situation, make the playoffs. Now, if you are starting three and eight, then obviously you want to tank, or four and six even, and and you know you're out of it or whatever. There's like a couple of three games out. Mm-hmm. I hear you. You you know it's frustrating um, as a Falcon fan when I look at a situation of Pittsburgh. Um, I see a core and a skeleton of something that um, can potentially win games and can at least hold yourself in in, in games, right? Um, you know, even your losses are, you know, that's, <laughs> I, I don't want to say that they're good losses, but they're a lot sexier than the Falcons' losses. <laughs> Especially like, your you, last you one. Actually, you actually feel that you're... You actually feel that your your team's in the game, and you can go in week to week feeling like, "Hey, my team may have a chance to win this." True. Right now, the way that the Falcons are playing, when it comes to the way that they're being coached and the product that they're putting on a field, uh, it it's embarrassing to see. It's embarrassing to call myself a Falcons fan, and I'm still going to call myself a Falcons fan. Don't get me wrong. I, I am a Falcons fan until I die. He's up and that. it sucks because we can go out there and surprise and we're we're winning um a few more games and and we honestly should be doing a little bit better based on, on some of the things that's gone down. But my goodness, when it looks bad, it looks absolutely terrible. And that's what they've looked like the past two two weeks. Not yeah. anywhere compare compared competitive to where we can't score over we can't score over six points in two weeks if you (laughs) if a team can't score over six points in two weeks is that on the players or is that on the coaching staff it could be on both there's a multiple factors i mean play calling is a big factor and so oh my goodness what what a non-answer I don't. I we don't have this show to give non-answers. Now it could be both. I can't believe you, Mitch. <laughs> I mean, what kind of answer was that? I don't know. 
I I I honestly don't haven't watched the Falcons enough to really get a, a true answer on it. So I, it's I like mean, a safe this, answer. I think this is I think this is a a general question because like what if what if um what if the Steelers went out and did the same thing? You know if if you are the worst team in the league, and I think we could both agree that maybe the Lions right at this point. Yeah. Which I wouldn't even say that because they're think, scoring ten points a game, but, and they're in every game it at least. Like. I mean, obviously, you go to the offensive coordinator. Obviously, coaching when you're not scoring points, that's the first person I go to blame to. Not, and I hate when it goes straight to the head coach. It's not the head coach. It's if it's the offensive side, defensive side, the coordinators first. Um, Arthur Smith calling the plays, or he should be. Otherwise, why hire him? He's the Andy Reid, huh? The new Andy Reid? Mm-hmm. Arthur you, Smith. You, you, I mean, well, I, I, I think um, my, my guy, the offensive coordinator in, in Kansas City, is calling those plays, but we digress. Bellamy? The, the, biggest, the biggest thing is that, like, that? that's just unacceptable. I tend to blame coaching. Now, I joke about it, fire Arthur Smith and all this other stuff, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's just embarrassing. Like, how the hell does that happen to any team two times in a row? Professional football players, especially. Yeah. Yeah, I think that has to be coaching, because you know Matt Ryan, I know he, he when he was looking good there for a while, too, it's not like, yeah, that it yeah, was just I, on him. Yeah. So obviously, it's like the play calling just got wonky or something, and just like they aren't with the film or just not finding the weaknesses of that defense, and they're just going right into their strengths or something. I have no idea. I think it's a little bit of a lack of uh, lack of adjusting too. Yeah, adjustments. Big. It, it's like, what are you, 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 you telling me that you there's no adjustments that you can make to score a touchdown in two straight weeks? And it, it, it just makes it just makes little sense, mm-hmm. and 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 so I, I'm I'm just a depressed Falcons fan at this point. My my goddamn NBA MLB team won a championship, and I'm over here sitting sad because my my other team can't score a touchdown. I know how it feels when I transition I, into a Steeler fan into a Pirate fan, or a Penguin fan into a Pirate fan. Uh, I I just don't get it. I I digress. They still need a defense, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely worse. I, I saw I saw a stat the other day that Matt Ryan has had a top fifteen defense twice. Top fifteen. <laughs> in his in his whole career. Not even a top ten, a top fifteen. A top fifteen defense twice. I think one was a number eight and one was a number fifteen. Everything else, twenty and above, or twenty and below, is above or below? Below. <laughs> 20, 20 or or below. I, I I just don't understand. Something has to change. And and when I feel like I'm watching the Falcons, it feels that I'm watching nothing compared to any other team because even the worst of any other teams at least score or at least make it competitive. And sometimes they just can't do it. I understand teams are going to get blowed out every now and then, and that happens. But 
it, it, it's it's a little bit different and i just don't get it yeah hmm. i think it comes down to adjustments you're right and that's on both now that's both on players and coach because because matt ryan can audible out of stuff too if he sees something on the field as well end game adjustments I, I think that's a little bit overrated. I, I think it, it, people call audibles oh, and, and, and the fact that like hot rounds, you know, man, just, just because you don't, but this isn't Madden. They do hot rounds. <laughs> I know they do hot rounds, but you're, you're, you're saying you're, you're saying that he doesn't do that. Or that like, like if he, I listened to Ben Roethlisberger's post game yesterday because I was kind of curious what he was. No, his, you didn't. Yes, I did because I was curious to see how he. <laughs> you he, listened he, to the post game. I did. I, I, I was scrolling my phone and I saw it. I just wanted to listen to it, but because uh, it was just there, I, I didn't. I didn't actively. I didn't actively. <laughs> it's sewage. It's <laughs> sewage. But oh, I, 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 I did listen to it. and It was actually kind of nice because he was, of course, had COVID. That's another thing to talk about because. We didn't talk mm-hmm. about what the Steelers, along with and he asked me about the performance, what I thought about it because the well, the game mm-hmm. in general. Ben was out all week with COVID. He got uh-huh. he, he tested. He said he felt started feeling uh-huh. bad um, Saturday night. He called the um, I guess the doctor or whoever and said I'm just not feeling that good. He's like you gotta get tested right away because that's just the protocol. You don't feel good, you gotta get tested right away. He got tested. He didn't think anything. I went back to his place because he never was around. That's why no one else got it. I feel like. Um, huh. And then they came or back positive. Oh, true. And so then when it was positive, then that's when he um, stayed home. But he, he said he didn't do anything till Friday, and it's when he warned up the trainer when there was a shot that he could play Sunday. He just... Yeah. And then he um, did some cardio and stuff Saturday. But really, being able to do that performance like that off like like a couple of days of like workouts... Uh-huh. I mean, that, that is so pretty impressive. And he's not cooked because he could do that. <clears throat> well, I digress. I knew you were going there. I knew the whole setup was just for you to tell me that he's not cooked. If he's not cooked, why is he losing by 21 points he going was, into the dude, fourth quarter? He was slanging quarter? it yesterday, man. Oh, he, he had a couple oh, underthrows, though. He did have a couple listen, Slanging and Ben Roethlisberger cannot be combined in the same sentence. They, they, they can't be in the same sentence in any way. And you, you know that. I understand that. But he did look really good. There's some accurate throws there. I'm not saying he's fully cooked. You're acting to me like he is literally does meat. Getting, all right, all right. Cooked sizzling. So I, I will, I will settle for this. He is not well done, but he may be medium rare. Medium rare. I don't even think it's medium rare. Things just rare. Oh my goodness! That that man is on four hundred degrees of a grill. Oh no! Oh man, come on, man! You can't you can't honestly tell me that you saw someone come back like that and and, and say that that's that's the that's the vibe you got that he's not cooked. Because he had to come back from over twenty one points. I'll take a a guy that can't make every throw like he used to, but still <laughs> keeps you in the games and gives you a chance to win. 
Did did he actually keep him in the game? Yeah. He actually made a, a couple of really great throws that probably not many quarterbacks still could throw that. That's just experience. Oh, my goodness. Experience, chemistry, oh, the whole nine yards. Especially that one, like the Deontay Johnson in the, that end zone, a little just right in the bread basket. Perfect. I... I just... <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I I, I, I don't say he's cooked. I, I, like, I know he's... I've said it before now that I do think he should retire after the season. And that's a no-brainer. He has stayed his welcome. He's done enough for the franchise. It's time for him to, to hang it up. Now, that doesn't mean he's fully cooked and and even medium rare, like you're saying. His arm, you know, he doesn't have the deep ball anymore. Okay, he doesn't have the deep ball anymore, all right? I'll say that. Doesn't mean he's yeah. so... Uh, so it doesn't mean he's cooked if he doesn't have a deep ball. It's not like you have to throw a deep ball to be, to be a good quarterback or not cooked. I just... I, the, the dude can't make the throws past five yards and and, and you know I, i'll give the i'll give him a little bit of credit he made a couple good throws from even when i was looking at it um i'm, I'm not gonna lie he he's was just not consistent like he used to be yeah he's not and 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 so like it goes back to what we were talking about earlier of your your team is going to be perpetually in this state of of 500 possibly making the playoffs at at this point. Yep. And with with Ben Roethlisberger at your QB. Exactly. Like if Ben if like say if you had a younger Ben Roethlisberger, I'd say you're top of the division. Yeah, we have him back like the 2000. 13, 2012, or about 2013, about 2018. Oof. The 2016 Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. The 2017 Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, I was going to say that far back. Oh, oh, I'm saying 2013. I was like the, the range of Ben Roethlisberger when they had AB, when AB and him were just. Oh, well, I'm, you know, I, I don't want to go into the personnel. I'm just saying. Like, I'm not either, you, but you that's the Ben I like. See, you clearly see the, the, the talent drop off. On what he's a what he's capable of and what he's not capable of. Fair. That's fair. I, I mean, so. But Anywho, you, you you say you say all that just to just say, oh, Ben Roethlisberger isn't cooked. You just wait till next week and okay. and, and, and see if he's cooked or not. But we saw what Mason Rudolph could do. Dude went down. Dude went down twenty twenty one points in the fourth quarter, and you telling me. You're telling me that this dude may not be cooked. Like, okay. Hey, at least Ben Roethlisberger okay. can score if, points. If, that, if that's what you need to sleep at night. At least Ben Roethlisberger can score points. Yeah, man, you don't have to do that. Are the, <laughs> <laughs> are the Cowboys good or the Cowboys bad? Or I, I don't even I, – I, they're, not, they're not a bad team. They, they are absolutely not a bad team. Average. Are the Cowboys title contenders? I still think they are. 
Um, and that offense is clicking. They didn't have Mari Cooper yesterday either. Something And C.D. Lamb did go down during the game. Yeah. Um, and our defense, I think, like especially having Diggs on the field, because he's a ball hawk, obviously, this year with all the interceptions he's had. But he, he's he's on the highlight reel on both both sides. You know, he's either getting burnt or he's he's taking it to see, the house. That's his issue. He'll he'll pick it mm-hmm. off, but he's he's just as a true defender, not good in coverage. And that's well, an issue. I think that's the risk reward with a player like that. That's true. And and it's worth it for him to get beat if he'll, he's able to score. Um, if he's able to score um, touchdowns with that. Or, or just big returns. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not completely sure. But I'll say this. I, th- I still think they are. Um, I don't think... I think they're, AS, they're NFC title contenders, championship contenders. I think that's where they're going to end up. They're going to make the NFC championship, and that's where they're going to lose out to either the Rams or some other team. Don't know yet. You... See, that's the odd thing about the NFC at this point. You see you see a team like the Cowboys whoop up on people, even good teams, whoop up on bad teams, but also lose the bad teams and lose the good teams. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Rams who just lost to the 49ers. <laughs> like they – no one right now is consistently looking like a top team in, in, in the NFC right now. However, the NFC is absolutely looking better than the AFC. Oh, for sure. And it's like... In terms of top heavy. It, AFC has been very interesting as a whole to watch. We started to see Bills end up losing the Steelers' first game. But then after that, Bills were on a tear. Like, they like like... I don't think anyone... They were like, oh, or, okay, these are like Super Bowl contending contenders they're just blowing out teams i remember that it was like houston and buffalo was that first big spread i'm like okay houston's gonna cover here and they just like demolished that spread and Uh and covered by a long shot and so the bills were doing like getting hot again right after that that's like that one loss like made them wake up and then they started going and they they lost to jacksonville had another other games they just haven't looked that great in and then they here comes didn't the Titans. Look great, uh, too good yesterday either. No, no, not at all. And then the Titans were had a, their little tear, but that's when they had Derrick Henry healthy as well, and they mm-hmm. had a tear, a run. So they were the top of the AFC. They took over the Bills slot, and, and then now they've lost to the Jets and Houston. I mean, losing to Jets and Houston. Now, those, those are some of the two worst teams in the NFL. Yes. So it's like who's, and then you got the Baltimore Ravens now. They have a good record, but look at their games. They they are barely squeaking off wins left and right. Like they are just one of the luckiest teams. I feel. Uh yeah. They they've gotten consistently lucky because even with um, Lamar Jackson on the field, mm-hmm. they almost lost to uh, the Lions. Yeah. You know, it, it took a record-breaking record. kick, um, a field goal, for them to win that. It, I, I feel like I ask you this every single week because I, I, I think the answers are different every single week. <laughs> Who are the two people that are going to be in the Super Bowl for you? I still think the Packers. I think I had Packers. I had Packers-Bills in my first. My and the Packers first just game. lost to the Vikings. But I still think Packers are going to get there. Packers. Oh. Packers and... 
Man, see, this is AFC, man. Oh. I'm going to go with the... Um, I'm sticking with the Bills. The Bills? Mm-hmm. Yeah. man. Still sticking with it. Hey, there's there, there's that window where they can go on that run, and that's the run you mm-hmm. need. That last push. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with Cowboys and Chiefs. I still... The Chiefs? I don't know what happened to that defense. They were a they were the worst defense in the world. Now they're playing like a top ten defense. And then I think the Cowboys offense is strong enough to beat anybody. And so right now I'm still gonna go with the Cowboys and the Chiefs yeah. in the Super Bowl. Uh the Chiefs were I think it's gonna be Bill's Chiefs ASC championship. You know, I, I thought about the Rams and that, the, you know, Rams Chiefs was my preseason pick. It was. Um, but Matthew Stafford, you think him being with a better um, offensive coordinator and having more talent around him, that he'd be able to consistently be good? And, and he, he he's making some, he's doing some questionable things. You know what I'm saying? He's doing some majorly questionable things. And it makes me worried about the guy. It really does make me worried yeah, about him. Absolutely. He, I mean, he looked um, really good there for a while, but then now it's starting to show. Yep. Mm, that, yeah. Yeah. I, and like, I, I think I can, at this point, if I'm thinking about who I trust more, I think I trust uh, Dak more than, than Matthew Stafford. Yep. And speaking of the Chiefs too, because like that made me think about Dak and just the Chiefs when you're talking about them and their, what they what got into them. Uh, it's been their defense. What's the defense came out of nowhere? Yeah, they're actually rushing the passer. They're yeah. they're making plays. They're getting interceptions, like getting turnovers. Like what in the world? Mm-hmm. That defensive coordinator must have done something. Yeah, or Andy Reid might have fired him all up in general just as a coach. But that's been something something definitely happened to make them start playing a lot better than what they were doing and it's quite impressive it is it it, it's quite impressive absolutely so let's get into the picks of this week all right because we got thanksgiving and we're only going to do the thanksgiving picks for this week we got some pretty good games and and the spreads are looking absolutely phenomenal delicious just like on thanksgiving absolutely delicious listen to this first one which i think may be the most difficult oh bears minus three and a half at the lions the bears are playing on the road in our road favorites by three and a half points against the lions who you got one question. Yeah. Is Jared Goff playing? That's the question? Yeah. Better than that damn boil was out there. I mean, I mean I, he played like a what do you, what do you, what I is, honestly don't think it matters. I think he's better than Boyle. Well anyway, I'm gonna take Lions, I'm gonna cover. You're gonna take Lions? I'd take the Lions too. Um and then you got Raiders plus seven at Cowboys. Ooh, Raiders. Raiders plus seven at wow. Cowboys. 
awful loss. That's, Raiders. That's some points, man. That's some points. No, Raiders. The Raiders win. They won. Didn't. No, they lost. Who they? Who they play this week? Yesterday, they lost. Um. Uh, didn't they play a tough game against um whatever that team was? <laughs> that sounds about right. I thought they played a pretty competitive no, I, game. I know they lost because I do remember because obviously I was watching and the games are going on. God, I can't remember the, the team. Well, anyway, so they they just lost too. Um, so there's two teams that just lost. Uh, the Bengals. Bengals, that's right. Oh, they got the butt whooped by the by yeah, the Bengals. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So I I was completely wrong. So let's see. Set so you said seven. Dallas seven. Seven. Whew, man, I'm gonna still go Dallas because they they're off a loss too. They're gonna well, come I'm going to play. Raiders, man. I All have right. a good feeling. You know, anything can happen on you know Thursday. Cowboys at home. On, on Thanksgiving, anything can happen, man. You're right. Anything can happen. And anything. and I don't know if um, Amari Cooper is going to be able to be back. That's true. Uh, about C.D. Lamb, I don't know. He's injured too, and it's a short week. He might be a concussion. Short week. And that's just added more to it. Seven points. That juicy. I think I'll take seven points on anybody, man. Yeah, I do Dang. that a lot, and it comes back to bite me. So I'm going to yeah. go with the points this time. And this last game is, it would have been a real good night game, a night recap, if it wasn't for injuries. Um, but then, you know, we still got a good defensive team on one of these. We have the Bills minus four and a half at the Saints. Oof. I can the Bills all day on that. You got Bills? I think I got Bills, too, because I just don't trust the Saints. I don't and know. I also don't like the Saints. The Saints can <laughs> You know, I mean, I I think I'd choose against them in any any fashion, but I, I think the Bills are due for a big game, and Josh Allen is due for a big game. Um, and with the uh, the Bills, uh, their good defense is going to shut um, Simeon down, and and so yeah. All anyway. right, man. Yeah, this is some juicy games. I, it is I, some juicy I, games. Actually, I'm I, I didn't even it, know the games. To be honest, with you. I, obviously I know the Lions and Cowboys. Yeah, like, obviously. I, I didn't either until I, I I was doing prep for the show. It's going to be some good games. Oof. Yeah, man. Uh, anyway. And time to feast, watch the football, baby. That's right. Anyway, this has been Slip in the Man, where we bring the biggest topics and news to you, along with our jokes, thoughts, notes, opinions, outlook, viewpoints, and beliefs. Did you got anything to say before we end for today? Ben is not cooked. Oh, goodness gracious. We'll talk to y'all in the after show. Peace.